Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. Um, before we start, we'd like to say happy birthday to Steven Sondheim, who turned 90 yesterday as of this episode going out. So, happy birthday to Steven Sondheim. Woo! Woo! Party! Segway. We're doing Into the Woods! <laughs> It is a Merrill month, the end of Merrill month, and we are doing Into the Woods, which is a Stephen Sondheim musical. So, almost like we planned it. We didn't, but we could have, you know? Um, but yeah, so what is your history with Into the Woods? Oh my god, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> my history with Into the Woods is very odd, because I never seen anything related to it before I got to uni where I walked into the auditions that were happening for the show and then subsequently ended up in the show and then ended up in the show a bit more when people dropped out. Right. So <laughs> it it's um it's very strange how this show that I had never heard of has become so integral to everything that I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a trip. Um, but yeah, so I think because it's the first musical that I've acted in as well, it always has a bit of a near and dear place in my heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's me. How about you? Well, um similar i first heard of into the woods when i found out that um you know when university of westminster musical theater society was doing mm -hmm. into the woods and i was like okay cool i'll figure that out um because uh, it, it was like my first uh production back after my mental breakdown and it was like i was like okay i've never heard of this this is going to be interesting and then on my flight back to the uk I watched the movie on the airplane, and um, then I subsequently like watched the show, which is so much longer, has so much more going for it, like there's so much more in it, and I was like, oh, okay, I auditioned for The Witch, I got The Witch, I was The Witch, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's where I met like most of the people that I hang out with now, Yeah. so like you, Ale... Teo, <laughs> Charlotte, these are names that mean nothing to you if you're listening, <laughs> but they mean something to me. So. Also, I realized in the movie that the parts that I played are completely cut out. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Because I was the narrator and um, the baker's father, which the baker's father appears, but he's As like, like a mysterious man. Yeah. Or, like he appears way more than he does in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay. I'm just not here, but that's fine. <laughs> fine. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, for me, rent in that way. Like, I met a lot of people that I'm like, actually close to now. Yeah. And also, if you listen to our camp episode, this is the audition <laughs> that we met in. <laughs> um, it's That's for you Patreon heads or whatever. But like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Into the Woods. We're just going to be talking about the film because this is what the podcast is about. Yep. So it came out in 2014. Um, 
it starts off there's bits of the movie that cut out bits of the play mainly because time constraints because this is a two hour long movie already yeah and this is not avengers so (laughs) i don't know how many people are actually willing to sit through two and a half hours of movie right and it's it's sung through musical yeah which is like an extra step for people who like (laughs) don't even watch musicals like that really it is um but yes so we have a few main characters we have the baker and his wife who does she ever get it she doesn't ever get it names aren't important um so we have a baker and his wife we have cinderella and her step family we have jack of beanstalk acclaim and his mother and we have little red of the riding hood variety mm-hmm. so we begin with the song because it's sung through so there's like 700 songs yeah i don't know if i'm going to remember to name every single one because they kind of happen in succession mm-hmm. but prologue let's just say this is the prologue that i'm talking about yeah for a while um it's like 14 minutes long if you're looking <laughs> at the soundtrack it's a very long time, <laughs> but there's tons of dialogue in between, and we're switching through like three whole story, four whole stories, so it's yeah. like a lot. <laughs> so in the prologue, we get introduced to the baker and his wife who wish that they could get a child, Cinderella who wishes to go to the king's festival, but is forbidden by her stepmother, mm-hmm. and Jack who wishes that his cow would give milk. His cow is milky white. We are talking about the cow because the cow is important. And Little Red, who just wants to get some sweets to take to her grandmother in the woods. Yeah. So basically, so far, everything's what you remember. Except for the baker and his wife, because that was made up by Susan Sondheim and director whose name I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah. those are the two characters that like you shouldn't know because they didn't exist in like the Grimm's Tales and stuff yeah but like they kind of do and it's very weird never mind it's gone (laughs) well it's like there's there's like vague references to bakers in like stories and stuff but it's not necessarily like I think it's meant to be like this is that baker right who you hear about Kind of. Yeah. Um, But yes. So throughout all this, it's very difficult to explain. But a witch appears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we're cutting back and forth between each story. And we get a bit of of information each time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So yeah, with the bakers, do we have Red Riding Hood and then? No, we have the witch and then Red Riding Hood. No, no, it's Red Riding, Riding Hood, and then... then the witch. Because Red Riding Hood skips off into the woods, and, sure. then, and then the, the witch, witch blows in like, yeah. the storm. Correct. The witch being Meryl Streep. This is this is what we're here for. Yeah. Um. So many other people are in this. Maybe I'll mention them later. But yeah. I mean, I could just list them now. Sure. So we have Emily Blunt as the baker's wife. James Corden as the baker. We've got Meryl Streep as the witch. Mm-hmm. Um. We have Anna Kendrick as Cinderella. Um, I'm gonna Christine Bransky as Cinderella's stepmom. Yes. Uh, 
This was just Ooh, off the top Johnny of my Depp head. As the wolf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's there. He is. He is there. Uh, I can't really block him out. Mm-hmm. We have oh, Prince. Um, oh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine is, is the them. prince. Billy Magnuson mm-hmm. is the other prince. Rapunzel's prince. Oh, so many people. Yeah. I don't know any of the other people, TBH. <laughs> so I'm just like, let's list the ones I know. I'm sorry to everybody else. But yes, so the witch. The witch blows in and tells the baker and his wife a story about why they can't have a child, which is basically the baker's father when the baker's father's wife, the baker's mother, was pregnant um, with their second child. Uh, She had unusual cravings, and so the baker's father had to go over into the witch's garden to steal all of her vegetables and stole some magic beans, which led to her getting cursed with ugliness. And so, in order to take revenge, she cursed their family that they would always be barren. Mm -hmm. Um, So, after the baker's mother died, it's unclear specifically when, I think in childbirth, um, she took the baby that would have been his sibling and raised it as her own. And I love how it's just, he never, like, cares. This is one of the things Mm -hmm. I was, like, annoyed about when we were doing the musical. I'm just like, you found out you have a sibling. You don't care. I mean, he asked one question, and then she says, you'll never know. And then they're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird. They're like, they, we truly just never get a moment where they, like, see each other even. Yeah. We have, like, an almost moment, at least, between the uh, baker's wife and Rapunzel, but, like, that's not really anything. But, yeah, so there's that. Oh, but also, as Leah said, that baby grows up to become Rapunzel. Like, it's convoluted as shit. Yeah. But (laughs) this is fairy tale land. So, uh, the witch explains that to get the curse reversed, um, they need to also, this is sung in part rap as well. I mean, not really rap. It's, it's just called like, the witch. Yeah, it's called the witch's rap. <laughs> but even Stephen Sondheim was like, it's not a rap. It's just spoken word yeah. in rhythm. <laughs> Which you could say is rap. You could. You could. However, like, this is I not that. I don't know what you're arguing here. Because I feel like... Anyway. So in order to get it reversed, they have to collect a series of ingredients. Cow is white as milk. The cape is red as blood, hair is yellow as corn, and the slipper is pink as gold. Mm -hmm. And they have to get all of these within three midnights or they'll never have a baby. Yeah, because there is a blue moon, a new moon, a black moon. Some some kind of moon is happening in three midnights time. If that's the only time that the ritual or whatever can be performed. And so, yeah, time's a... Is pressing, I guess. This is the only reason why the witch comes over. She's like, I have the opportunity in three. I don't know why she waited waited until, until three midnights, but she did. She was like, okay, three midnights from now, it happens, and so I need to get the plot going. Yeah. So, also, I love 
in the film just every time Meryl has to exit. I say Meryl, the witch yeah. has to exit. And it's like, get me what I need. Spin, wind, mm. tornado, <laughs> leaves yeah. whip up. What I love about what I love about it is that you can't do that on stage. So <laughs> it's like, get me what I need. Walks off stage. <laughs> Less dramatic. Like, because you're hunched over and stuff. So it's like, you're supposed to be this, like, ugly whatever. And, yeah, that's also a thing. She's ugly. Yeah. And old, etc. Meanwhile, in Cinderella's storyline, um, they have the 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 stepsisters are getting ready to go to the ball mm-hmm. and Cinderella's doing their hair she's trying to be everything good it's so hard to not be <laughs> singing everything you're singing right now. <laughs> I know because <laughs> it's just like are you do my hair Cinderella are you really wearing that <laughs> I know because I'm like right there I'm like, should I sing it no don't let Odysseus do the plot but I, I, the thing is it's sung through I don't know when to stop <laughs> I, yeah, I know right um but yes so they're just teasing her because she can't go to the festival um she asked the stepmother again oh in this version her both of her parents have died mm-hmm. whereas in the other one her father's still alive but he's like drunk and not paying attention mm-hmm. to her much um i think he's probably still in mourning of her mother <laughs> like, sure i mean th- he's not really given it. much of like anything we're just like he's drunk yeah and go <laughs> but um yes so she the stepmother throws lentils into the fireplace and makes her pick them out and then says she can go to the festival if she manages to do all of that mm-hmm. and she can speak to animals yeah so. it's <laughs> rarely addressed it's addressed one time outside of this where she's just like and then they all come and she's like here are some directions do this for me please thank you so the birds come and they pick through the ashes pick through the ashes Um, (laughs) into the pot (laughs) yes Um, meanwhile in Jack's story uh, not a lot is happening for the moment it's just that Jack's mom's like meh yeah, she's basically like, look, our house is falling apart and the cow isn't giving any milk. Go sell it and get us some money so we can maybe live for the next week. Mm-hmm. Something. And he is instructed not to sell Milky White for less than five pounds, which I'm guessing is a lot of money in, in the fairy tale world that they are living in currently. Yeah, I mean, that's ages and ages ago, too. Like, it's set in, like, a fictional history. So, like, yeah. I'm... I guess it must mean a decent amount of money. Yeah, I mean, when later on when the baker meets him, he's like, "What? Yeah. That much money?" Yeah. Um. But Milky White is Jack's only friend. They seem to live in the middle middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and he's friends with the cow. And his mother is not sure about that. So <laughs> I think for his sake and hers, he's she's making him get rid of the cow. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the woods to go to the marketplace. Meanwhile, Red has been to the baker's and collected a bunch of 
treats and has begun to eat them as she goes to Collected. skip. Collected. She stole. I mean, she was given some of them. Yeah, some. <laughs> and the basket. But mm-hmm. she goes, she's going into the woods to her grandmother's house. Yes. And finally, we switch back to the baker who is gearing up to go into the woods to collect these items for the witch so that mm. they can do this ritual and have this babe. And, and they have this like conversation of like, I'm going to do it. And she's like, yeah, we're going to do it. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to do it. This spell is <laughs> in my house. And she's oh like, I can lift the spell. I know the spell is in your house. We can lift the spell together. Spell is in my house. Um, but then he forgets what <laughs> The yeah. items that you meant to go. She's like, don't you, you, don't, you don't even remember. The cow ah. is white as milk. The cake is red as blood. Hair is yellow. Corns that make blood gold. <sighs> yes. God. Mm, is... It's so hard not to <laughs> sing everything. It's like really, really hard not to just sing you the whole musical right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because it's so switched back and forth that I just, I just, I'm commanded to yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, but it culminates, and then they all go into the woods, into, into the, the woods, into the woods, and the woods. And I wish I could talk. I wish. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I forgot oh, I to for- do that. Oh, I forgot. Um, Cinderella goes to her mother's grave before oh, that. Right, yes. That is a thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to her mother's grave because the grave has been watered by her tears and so it has grown into the tree and her mother's spirit lives in the tree and so her spirit gifted Cinderella the dress that she can go to the king's festival. Mm-hmm. <gasps> <The hair>. <laughs> <laughs> we get like our first like introduction to this like nice versus good um theme from Cinderella earlier when yeah. she's doing like the Another something sweetly (laughs) (laughs) it's a very predatory song it's so very 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 gross it really is because like there's just like some words he says and you're like oh (laughs) like the flesh supple and plump and whatever and i'm like Ew. <laughs> There's like a production I remember I saw where they basically just were like, okay, he rapes her, I guess. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? They have like a bed and everything, and like it's very weird. What? It's so very weird. It, yeah. Oh. Correct. 
<laughs> I watched very many different productions of Into the Woods. <laughs> I can't. I know. Even I know. begin to. <laughs> right. Um. So so so. <laughs> so 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 um. Red gets a little lost um, in the woods because she's been led off the path. She gets a little turned around. Um, and the wolf goes ahead. Meanwhile, the baker comes across her, um, having seen her earlier in the day. And it's like, oh, you're Katie, says Red. What? Um, you're the one that I need. So he tries to distract her a little bit again, but she's a bit more wary now of men talking to her i guess yeah so like the witch before he goes because he's like still contemplating the witch comes and she's like just fucking do it (laughs) and then you hear rapunzel for the first time yeah and then the witch runs away (laughs) get me the cape and then she runs off (laughs) so he tries to get her the cape basically assaulting this little girl yep <laughs> but she she just screams for like 10 seconds yeah so high pitched <laughs> mariah carey would be proud and I, I like that it's basically the same in the stage play where he runs off with the cape she screams and then he runs back yeah and puts it back on like, ah, i was just kidding i was just i just wanted to see how much you like the cape anyway i'm gonna go <laughs> I didn't do anything. Um, but yes, after Little Red steps on his foot or cracks his shin or whatever she does with her foot, um, he the next that he runs across is the cow. He also runs across his wife before that mm-hmm. because he halfway through is like going through the list. I was like, the what do I need? Uh, the cape is red as blood. The hair is white as milk. And it's like, no, the cow is white as milk. The cat is red as white. But both of them come across Jack in the woods with the cow. Milky white. It's like, a cow is white as milk. Also, clarifying, when the baker put on his jacket oh right it was his dad's jacket yeah it was his dad's jacket and he still had the beans in that jacket pocket Mm -hmm. i'm just like so his father just left without his coat like i don't get it but maybe he had more than one you seem poor do you have more than one coat when you're poor (laughs) (laughs) i don't know he just ran away with the clothes on his back which i guess didn't include a coat at the time who raised the baker was he just, like, taken in by someone? I don't know. Was his dad a baker? I don't know. <laughs> like, I know th- these are things that, you know, we won't ever know unless we, like, sit straight up they, ask the writers or whatever. But like, They still live in the house next door. Right. So, so, like, did it turn into a bakery after the fact? Like, once he realized he loved to bake? Or, like, was it just, like... I, but like who raised him? That's the that's my main question because 
his dad ran away. His mother is dead. He mm-hmm. still lives in the house that they lived in. Did he just? I, I don't. Know. I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> These questions I never know the answers to. It just occurred to me right now. But yes. So, um, they begin a little conversation where Jack relays the information that he's not meant to sell the cow for less than five pounds. But all they have are beans. And so the wife concocts the story of magic beans. Mm-hmm. And Jack, who is just not so quick on the uptake to realize when he's being scammed, like, magic beans, what do they do? And kind of stuff. And <laughs> he said, it's like, it's indescribable. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, there's, it's magic that is amazing. And... <laughs> Like, it's just beyond description. Yeah. And he's like, okay. (laughs) So they exchanged the cow for five beans. Five beans? Yes, because they're worth a pound each, according to the wife. Yep. So they exchanged the cow for the five beans. Jack runs off after giving Milky White a final hug. And they now have the cow. The baker sends his wife home with the cow. That works out well. Um, and he once again is determined to go off on his own to complete finding these items. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we get a kind of glimpse of a penis. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> Correct. We see Rapunzel's tower. For the first moment, uh, we see, uh... Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Yes. It's... The prince is just, like, looking from a distance, like, oh my god, she's so hot. Yes. And that's how you get to her? You asked her for her hair? Got it. (laughs) Right, I will come and she will let down her hair to me and I'm like, ugh. Like, initially, I'm very ugh about all the princes, but then yeah. they're not, both of them aren't terrible in the movie, so. They're not as terrible. Yeah. At least one of them is not as terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rap- Rapunzel, Little Red, my bad, makes it to her grandmother's house, mm. and she begins to go downstairs, and we get the classic tale of Oh, what big ears you have. Oh, that's your sweetie with my appearance. There's a wolf in the grandmother's clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's already eaten the grandmother. And so she gets devoured. Yeah. It's a very, <laughs> like, it's a very, like, um, Alice in Wonderland, like, um, physics. <laughs> <laughs> it's Alice in Wonderland physics where, like, the wolf is not that big, and yet he can swallow whole an entire um, little red, and she can, as with her grandmother, both just chill in his stomach. <laughs> like, okay. The baker is going through the woods, and I think he hears the screams, mm-hmm. and he comes across the cottage, makes his way down, um, and is this engorged wolf grandmother creature um, 
and can hear their muffled cries from inside and so splits open the wolf and gets them out because people don't chew their food mm-hmm. and then we get I know things now which is basically a rehashing of the last five minutes of what I told you but from Little Red's perspective, perspective yeah, it's basically the same thing that happened again yeah which is different on stage. Yeah. But in a film, it's just like, you, you, you've you done it. You just showed it to us. Yeah. But it's just like what it looks like inside the wolf's stomach. <laughs> it's just material. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Mother said. Wait, what? I should have heeded her advice. But he seems so nice. And then this is our second sort of nice, good thing. Yes. Where at the end she says, um, nice is different than good. Which is like, remember that. <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile, Jack's getting his head whooped by his mother. Right. Because he was meant to come back with money and he came back with beans. Honestly, can't blame her. <laughs> Just like, ugh, my idiot son. This is not what I asked for. <laughs> and then she throws the beans out. She does. And a rumbling begins in the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so that was a trumpet. <laughs> uh, the trumpet, the trumpet, the trumpet that signals. I just had a spoonerism. The trumpet that signals um, Rapunzel. Rapunzel? Oh my god. Cinderella. (laughs) Are you okay? Do you need a moment? I don't know. I think I'm not used to having this many women to talk about. (laughs) Oh. Shade. Um, So that's the signal of Cinderella running from the ball. Although her reasons are a bit different in this story as opposed to any of the other ones. It's not because she has to leave by midnight and the magic will cease. Yeah, it's, it's not like the Charles Poirot one that's basically the basis of every other Cinderella adaptation. It's a yeah. very different one where there's three balls instead of one. There's no, like, her godmother. It's, like, her actual mother who died or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. But she leaves because... She basically just gets anxious and leaves. Yeah. Which is <laughs> she like just panics. Fair. <laughs> like fair. And the prince chases after her but stops at like the top of the stairs and commands the men to go after her because like what? <laughs> like I was dancing and then she she left, left me. me? Yeah. <laughs> so very much that. So Cinderella goes running off into the woods and literally runs into the baker's wife, um, mm. who is shocked. But then Cinderella goes off like, you didn't see me. You didn't see me. And the prince rides up. So she gets immediately distracted and bows. Mm. And it's like, have you seen her? She's thing? like so horny. She- <laughs> it's... A lot. I mean, but to be fair to her, Chris Pine is like yeah, he's a hot. beautiful man. He's, he's a hot man, but like, <laughs> chill. Like, she's <laughs> visibly horny. It's 
so upsetting. I think also because she's never been in like proximity to someone like yeah. like he has a bunch of finery on. He he just looks Yeah, she's like, Oh, the prince. Oh, I haven't seen her. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so the entourage of the prince rides off and Cinderella comes out and thanks the baker's wife. But the baker's wife's like, What are you doing? That's royalty. Are you insane? And he's just like, um, I don't, I don't know about this. And then we get the song, A Very Nice Prince. He's a very nice prince. And? And? It's a very nice ball. And? And? Uh, when I entered, entered, they trumpeted. No, the prince. Oh, the prince. Yes, the prince. Well, he's tall is that all and then she describes more things but yeah that's like that's but yeah she's uh, trying to live vicariously through cinderella cinderella's like i don't know man <laughs> like this is like i imagined how it was gonna be and it's really not that way i think i think it probably like in term it probably looks that way but i feel like it's more that she imagined how she'd feel, yeah, and she doesn't feel the way that she thought she would, yeah. Because like I can I can't imagine she imagined anything that much different from like what could what a prince could, you know, have at a festival. You know what I mean? And she's just like overwhelmed and she's like, actually, I don't know about this. <laughs> like it's it's still very different to everything that I'm used to. Yeah, it's real weird. Yeah, which I can understand. Yeah. But before they part, the baker's wife looks at her feet and realizes that she has the golden shoes. Yeah, she's that like, she might to be in your shoes or slippers <laughs> as pure as gold. I think she tries to she tries to take one off. Yeah. And she just gets like kinda a little donkey kicked. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like flash, flash, one minute gone, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, one minute gone, and she like panics, and then Milky White runs away. <laughs> so she loses both the slipper and the cow within a minute. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got the baker, who had collected, forgot to mention, the cape from Red Riding Hood after her song, In yeah. Gratitude, mm -hmm. for rescuing them from the wolf. So he has the cape and thinks he has the cow. He no longer has the cow. And Jack returns. He Jack runs up to the baker and is like, look, I have the gold coins, which the coins are like as big as his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do we, are you just going to melt them down for the gold? <laughs> but um, he has the five gold coins and he's like, I want my cow back. And the baker's like, where did you get this? And we get, there are giants in the sky. There are big, tall, terrible giants <laughs> in the sky. Tall, terrible? I don't know. Pretty <laughs> tall. <laughs> but it's basically Jack recounting his adventure climbing up the beanstalk that grew from the magic beans that his mother uh, sent out uh, into his backyard. Apparently, women giants are chill. 
male giants are not and mm-hmm. they want to eat you automatically but yeah he manages to get out with his life the beanstalk is still there or did he cut it down no, no it's, he went back. it's not cut down yet but yeah still there and he declares that he got the coins and now he's ready to get his cow back but the baker is like i don't know if i want to sell because it's he still got two nights to go before he can even think about giving the cow back mm-hmm. and jack's like you want more i'll get more stuff just wait right here and he's like what no 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 oh shit <laughs> and he has the coin still enter the baker's wife yes and she is elated to see that he got the cape so now they only need two items three items he's like no we have the cape the cow and yeah we have the cape and the cow and the hood he's like you've got the cape what happened to the cow (laughs) (laughs) they get into a fairly small argument uh, which basically consists of him telling her to go home and she's like (laughs) like that could have happened to you too milky just ran i didn't do it on purpose and then the witch is like i don't fucking care (laughs) solve it like get the cow back get the just get the shit and time is running out yeah and the baker tries to give her some of the items that he has and she's like no 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 no, i can't touch them that's important for later (laughs) meanwhile the princes meet up yeah (laughs) they they ride past each other in the woods and then it's like, oh, brother. Yes, brother. <laughs> and then we get into, I think, you know what? I just realized I told a lie, told a lie? <laughs> in the beginning of this when I said I had no history before um, in uni. Right. I had heard Agony Reprise, which is not in the movie. Right. But I had... I had read Agony, I had read the lyrics of Agony Reprise in a story, and therefore, when I was about 14 or so, I had Agony and Agony Reprise and no other songs from Into the Woods. (laughs) Just those two. I didn't know what Into the Woods was, but I knew those two songs because they were on my iPod because I downloaded them because it was some of the funniest shit to me. Just princes singing about the princesses that they like. Right. No clue what happened in the rest of the book. Sure. But I had those two songs. So I guess that counts, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) That does count as some form of history. Yeah. Though I feel supremely cheated about not having agony reprised in In the movie. But I mean, not enough time. I know. And it makes sense for the story because Rapunzel doesn't die and the whole stuff. Yeah, there's there was stuff that they cut out that happens Yeah, that, like, prompts a lot of other stuff that doesn't happen. Yeah. And therefore, you don't get it. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Agony Reprise happened, would have happened before, before Rapunzel. Yeah. Like... If you if if you take nothing else away from this review, just please listen to Agony Reprise. 
because I know that song by heart. <laughs> if it were not for the thicket, the thicket's no trick, is it thick is the thick, it's the quickest to pick it apart with the stick, if but even one prick, it's my thing about blood. Well, it's sick, it's no sicker than your thing with dwarves. Dwarves, dwarves, dwarves are very upsetting. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Obsessed. Anyway. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Agony. Misery. Whoa. I'm different for each. But they're basically just singing about how their adventure in the woods was better than the other ones and more daring and chest bearing and Oh yeah, I love that moment. There's a there's a moment where like Chris Pine just like rips open his shirt and then um Billy Madison. Billy is like also is like, Okay. Also see my chest, I'm also as <laughs> As, like, strong and hot and whatever as you. <laughs> it's fun. They both decide that they need to wed these people. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the baker's wife is witness to all of this, kind of. Oh, does she? She witnesses some of it, because, like, that's where um, the oh, prince right. was she like, about- this is how the- she's got this beautiful hair as yellow as corn. Nobody describes her <laughs> hair that way. <laughs> it's insane. Like, she's beautiful, and her hair is as yellow as corn. No, no, no. This is just for <laughs> plot relevance, but yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Rather. She hears it, and then hears the directions that he kind of gives. Yeah. So she goes through the path to find the tower. Yeah. She pretends to be the prince and tells her to let down her hair, which she does. And then I don't know what she thought she was going to do. Like, yeah. she lets the hair down. She sees it, the baker's wife, and just starts to pull on it. And I'm just like, girl, yeah. you have hair. Does your hair come out that easily? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Mind you, it's braided as well. Yeah. it's <laughs> Increasing the tensile strength. She just fights with it until it rips and she's like, Got it. It, it kind of gets sliced on one of like the awning things that is yeah. hanging off, and I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> okay. Now she has like seven feet of hair <laughs> with her. She puts it on like a scarf. Gross. <laughs> and well, she got the she got part of the ingredients for it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the baker is doing his best and is trying. He sees a carriage come across. <laughs> That is carrying the stepmother and stepsisters of Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And he basically runs up to the carriage like, can I compare this cord to your hair? And it's like, crazy person! Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, absolutely fair. <laughs> like, excuse me. But he gets left in the dust while they ride off. And his wife reappears with the hair. He's like, oh, maybe we can do this together. And she's like, we? Yeah, it takes two. Wait, well, she starts it. You've changed. You're daring. You're different in the woods. And then he goes, it takes two. It takes two of us. So they start rejoicing. Till the night's gone. And then it's till midnight's gone, and they have one day left. Yeah. Rapunzel gets found out. Mm-hmm. The witch is not happy. 
Um, and Rapunzel is basically like, I'm not a child anymore. I can't just, I want to see the world. I can't just stay here all the time. It's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, um, if you've seen Tangled, it's basically Mother Knows Best, but like sweeter. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's like, um, don't you know what's out there in the world? She describes things that are terrible in the world. This is your song. Stay with me. <laughs> you no, know. I'd have to sing it from the beginning to know what's happening. Fair enough. <laughs> I'd have to start from, what did I clearly say? <laughs> Onwards. Because I don't know what verse I was singing just now. Fair enough. Um... Jack, meanwhile, is has done the most, and the giant. <laughs> I mean, done. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a moment where yeah, it, Jack, <laughs> yeah I, it just occurred to me too. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, because he's been going back and forth yeah. getting stuff. So, he the last thing that he came back with was an egg, mm-hmm. uh, a golden egg that he thinks is that a golden goose i forget which version we're talking about mm-hmm. um but he runs into little red riding hood in the woods and she's gone feral um, she mm-hmm. is now wearing a cape that her grandmother made made out of the wolf's pelt yeah and she's got a dagger and she's ready to fight anybody yeah so when she asks jack where he got that egg he starts to explain the story and she's like i don't believe you and he's like yeah and the giant has a harp it's made of gold and it it plays songs without you having to touch it yeah and she's like sure it does and he's like i'll get it and i'll show it to you and he's like fine then do it yeah it's like a typical like kids like no it isn't yes it is no it isn't yes it is well i'll show you fine (laughs) so he he goes to do that very thing and it's the level too far mm-hmm. because the giant is like nah and begins to chase him down the beanstalk he gets down first and then chops it down which causes the giant to go tumbling down and this sets in motion the second half of the thing yeah. but <laughs> he dies he, he does definitely die um and there's a tiny earthquake yes meanwhile cinderella <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um this is the second night i think no this is the last night it has to be the last night yeah it has to. did she run again we don't get that scene yeah that's all because it's a very nice prince reprise or whatever that's happens. what i was thinking of yeah i'm i'm mixing up the play and the movie it's yeah. happening um <laughs> but it's the final night and she's running down and she gets stuck because the prince has spread tar pitch on the stairs yeah to stop her from running and i was like did that not affect anyone else <laughs> like was it just set like once the ball was in motion like they had instructions no one else comes up and this happens no, we'll find an alternate way to, for them to get out, or like, <laughs> Not I guess enough. walk around it. I don't know, whatever. But um, we get this kind of moment frozen in time, where she begins to sing on the steps of the palace. Mm-hmm. 
um, all the steps of a boss. Where she's basically <laughs> con- <laughs> she's basically contemplating all of the things that have led up to this moment. It's like, well, you know, he. I guess he cares about me if he goes through all this trouble yeah. to like stop me from leaving. But I just, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. You know, I'm just, I'm not gonna deal with it. I'm just gonna use this magic moment that I have to take off one shoe and put it back and then scoop myself over on the staircase so I'm not stuck and continue running. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens. So we end up with the golden slipper being left behind on the staircase and she runs into the prince. <gasps> the prince collects the slipper and the chase begins anew. <laughs> yeah. But this time he has a clue. Yes. A shoe. <sighs> Boy. Uh, meanwhile, I say meanwhile, it's the same scene, but Cinderella is running into the into the woods. The baker's wife hears her coming and is like, I gotta stop her. I gotta stop her. Yeah. Uh, and kind of like clotheslines her a little bit to like slow her down. And she pulls the shoe off um but cinderella takes the shoe back and then the baker's wife is like no here i need your shoe to have a child like that makes no sense sense. like (laughs) you sing to birds and they understand you ma'am we are way past making sense here but the baker's wife ends up offering cinderella her shoes instead like as trade and then she puts on the baker's wife's shoes, runs off, and now the baker's wife has the golden slipper that she needs. Mm-hmm. This would be where the mysterious man would appear, but you know he's not there. No. He's dead. Um, <laughs> he's non-existent, rather. Uh, but the prince's entourage and the prince appear, and he's like, okay, this is the second time I've seen you with this woman. You must know each other. And she's like, no, we really don't. I just needed her. Um... Just I was trying to hold her for you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I can get my own maiden. And then his footman's like, hey, you have a shoe. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. <laughs> and she's like, no. And the prince is like, yeah, we already have a shoe. It really doesn't matter. It's also for the story. We only need the one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, okay, I guess. And so she keeps the shoe. But the search for Cinderella goes on. Mm-hmm. And he begins going to all of the houses Uh, they're all commanded to bring out their young maidens so that they can try on the slipper see what fits we know how this goes excepting for the fact that in this version um there's mother i tell (laughs) darling i know god forbid her down a will whatever they're like cut off the toe and the heel of the other and yeah there's blood and ew but you know, it fits Cinderella like yeah. a glove. Yeah. Her shoe. And I'm just like, still people. And he's like, I'd know those eyes anywhere. And I'm like, then you why'd know. you need to go through the whole like kingdom putting shoes on people? I'm just like, it's it's not even like in the Drew Barrymore Cinderella where it's like a masquerade. Right. Like you can get away with like being like, I don't know what right. she looks like. But, like, she doesn't look that different. Yeah. Like, hair up, hair down is not so extreme. And she's not, like, 
quite dirty or anything. Yeah. He's just come back from the ball, really. But, well, regardless. Yes. That is resolved. She gets swept up into the arms of the prince, and her family now has to bow before her. Because she's going to become a princess. I think the uh, witch blinds the prince and Uh, cuts off Cinderella, Rapunzel's hair. Well, she had cut off Rapunzel's hair at the end of Stay oh, with, stay with me. me. Yeah, yeah. She blinds um, the prince. Yeah, also before stay with me, because the prince was riding up. Correct, and, maybe. Yeah, yeah, the prince was leaving, actually. That's what happened. So the prince and Rapunzel had been smooching. The prince goes down, leaves. The witch sees, creates a thicket, and like sends him flying into the thicket, blinding him. Mm-hmm. She goes up, and that's when stay with me happens. Yeah. So now the prince is blind, wandering around. Rapunzel's been banished to the swamp with her shorn hair. And she's just weeping, singing. And the prince is just following her voice. Yeah. It's like, this would be... Like, if this was the only story, it would be real sad. Yeah. And... Um, so then so Rapunzel's like, oh my god, my prince, and then runs to him and then cries in his eyes, and then he can see again. Yes, because she's not the prettiest. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but like thinking about it, is, is it, is it a thing that Rapunzel can heal? Because it was a similar thing in Tangled, but I, I mean, she healed when she sang, but like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't actually know the Rapunzel story that Same. well. <laughs> I like I kind of know it in that like I know the um Rapunzel's the Ra- parents stealing from a witch and the witch punishing them for it and taking their baby. Yeah. And then there's a tower. <laughs> like that's but the extent I know and then there's the hair and then a prince comes and then they run away together and that's all I know. But yeah, so prince can see again. Uh the baker uh, and his wife uh, meet up again. The baker has a cow. It's a white cow. Quotation marks. White. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have all the ingredients because they have the cape, they got the hair, they got the slipper, and the cow. Yeah. So the witch is like, wonderful. Did but we then- mention that Milky died? No, we didn't. Okay, because well, Milky was... <laughs> died ages ago. <laughs> Milky White died when it was one day left. <laughs> right, yeah. So, Milky died. <laughs> that was probably important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're so coherent. Yep. <laughs> um, Jack came back to with more stuff to get his cow back. Yeah. And... Boom, crash, lightning flashed. Milky White was dead. Everyone was arguing because, uh, look. Yeah, there was, what, watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they fought, they fought. Um, the baker's wife was like, why would you take money before a child or whatever? And he's like, no, that's not what happened. And she's like, you know what? Just take that money, go to uh, the next village or whatever, 
and buy a cow. Mm -hmm. And I will deal with the slipper. So this happens before she gets a slipper. Mm -hmm. Fast forward. Back to where we were. Fast forward. (laughs) Um, But yes. Got a new cow. Cow is not white. Cow is covered with flour. So when the witch comes. And she's like. This cow is covered in flour. This is not the cow I need. And they're like. We had a white cow. But it died. And she's like. We thought you'd prefer a live cow. She's like, well, of course I prefer a live cow. So bring me the dead one. I'll bring it back to life. Yeah. I'm like, of course. Because <laughs> she can do that. Right. Because she's a bitch. Um, so they go and they dig up Milky White. And she turns Milky White to life. Jack and his mother are also there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a whole gathering. Um, and she's like, feed the ingredients to the cow. And they do, and she, they're supposed to like get the milk, and they get the milk, and she drinks it, and Wait. nothing happens. There's no milk that comes oh, out actually. Right, and then, um, and then she's like, "Well, you did it wrong." And they're like, "No, we got this cave. We got the cave. We got the shoe. We da da da." And I got the hair from a maiden in a tower, and she's like, "Why would you do that? I've touched that hair." I'm not supposed to touch any of the ingredients. And so they're like, um, what if we just try the hair clothes? I mean, it's Jack's suggestion. And I'm just like, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> so it, it ends up working. Yeah. And she transforms and she's now beautiful and younger than she was before. Yeah. Hot. Yeah, <laughs> and that, and then they get married, and that brings us to the end of. <laughs> they get <Act> married. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So, it magically, uh, the uh, baker's wife is now like nine months pregnant, because mm-hmm. um, speeding up time. Um, the princes get married to their respective women, and that's the end of Act One. So, Ever After happens, well, not really Ever After. The song is played as an underscore as we are seeing a parade of the princes with their newfound wives and the baker and baker's wife with uh, their baby and everybody's happy and then Earthquake. The earthquake occurs, the prince attempts to calm the crowds and disperse them, telling them to return to their homes uh, while he will go investigate. Rapunzel ran off when the earthquake happened because of fear, Mm -hmm. and her prince has run after her. All of the members of the onlookers try to go home, but the woods have changed. Trees have fallen, paths are no longer where they should be. And, um, yeah, it's just destruction and chaos everywhere. Uh, the baker's wife, I always say the baker's wife first. The baker and the baker's wife, um, end up running into Little Red Riding Hood, who is sitting. Yeah, she's sitting in the forest. She's lost because her mom told her to go to her granny's and the path no longer exists because trees have fallen everywhere and the, it's just everything's a mess and so they recruit her into their group and they're like just walk with us it's fine you'll be fine um 
and we have in that we have in that scene like the um the baker's wife is like hey hold the child for a bit he's mm-hmm. like no he doesn't like me <laughs> and then he holds the child and he cries and he's like see i'll deal with the child when he's older for now it's your job bye the uh stepmother's entourage including the prince's footman are going to the woods because they're planning to go to a distant kingdom far away from whatever is happening currently because it's dangerous Mm -hmm. and they don't want to be there also i think the castle got attacked i think that's why i think it was falling apart or whatever yeah yeah so all of them come upon the discovery that the reason that this is happening is because there's a giant Mm -hmm. in the midst because cinderella threw the bean that was given to her by the baker's wife when they were having the little discussion before the slipper exchange. Yeah. Um, she threw it, it grew, and the giant has come down. Yeah. The giant comes down looking for the boy because the boy killed her husband by chopping down the beanstalk the last time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so the witch this, appears. All, yeah, all the groups sort of find meat, I guess, in yeah. the forest. And the witch is also there. And um, I guess she was going to look for what's wrong because that's what happens in the show. She's like, let's figure out what's happening. Anyway, let's go. Um, And yeah, the the giant is like, hey, give me the boy now. (laughs) And the witch is like, what about a blind girl? No. Okay, we'll have (laughs) to find the boy. And Jack's Jack's mother mother appears. Appears, and she's basically looking for her son because he's gone off somewhere. And everyone's just like, no, don't talk about that one. That that is the actual boy that we don't need to talk about right now. And the giant overhears anyway and is like, bring me the boy so I can grind his bones to make bread or something. I don't know. And (laughs) Jack's mother is like, no, you leave him alone. He's just a boy. He stole for us because we had nothing. And the giant test is having none of it. Yeah. And the prince's footman basically shoves Jack's mother down to prevent her from speaking anymore about this. Yeah. Because he's thinking of the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, he mortally wounds her. <laughs> yeah. And on her deathbed, she makes the baker and his wife promise that they, she w- they won't let her, her being the giant um get jack and they promise and then oh and then yeah cinderella's step family are like okay we're gonna leave now and they're like you're not gonna help with the giant stuff and they're like there's some people who can deal with that and others who can't i'm in the latter Mm -hmm. anyway goodbye so the baker and his wife and Little Red Riding Hood, because they're a team now, mm-hmm. uh, go off to try to find Jack. Uh, Little Red is left in charge of the baby, while the baker and the baker's wife agree to walk 500 paces apart from each other into the woods to try to find Jack. This is so that they know their way back, so they don't get lost, lost. because things are different. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... <laughs> 
In the steeple tower, which is where they sent uh, the giant to go look for the boy, Rapunzel is hiding. And she would have died in the play here, but mm. in the movie, she manages to stay alive because the witch appears and tries to convince Rapunzel to come with her, but also the prince appears and whisks Rapunzel away. And Yeah, and the witch tries to cast a spell, but she can't because she no longer has magic. She's hot but useless and um yeah she's like come on come with me i'm family and rapunzel's like no fuck you and they leave Mm -hmm. and then it's like kind of sweet or whatever but like personally i prefer the version where rapunzel dies because it gives i don't know more emotional depth or whatever (laughs) um but i guess this is maybe a more nuanced witch's lament Mm -hmm. um as meryl streep sings that I'll sing that at the end. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it comes back at the end. Um. Uh, Oh, and yeah, there was another track recorded for this, a new song, which they don't end up using in the movie because it's already two hours long. Mm -hmm. What can you do? Um, So, the baker's wife runs into... The prince. Cinderella's prince, Prince A. Um, he is seemingly just in the woods. Like, he said he was going to go investigate, but he doesn't seem to have gotten very far. Mm-hmm. Because when she brings up the giant issue, <laughs> the giant issue, um, he is completely unaware, despite the fact that there is a giant footprint next to them. Yeah, and he's like, right, okay, yes, correct. That is what I am doing, finding the giant. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to look over the baker's wife a little bit. It's like, oh, you're out in the woods on your own. Your husband lets you do this on your own unless he's very brave. And she's basically <laughs> so smitten, like taken aback. And it's I like, mean, yeah, she's still horny for him. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> he's still a beautiful man. Yeah, it's been a day. Yeah, um, can't expect our feelings to have changed. Then we get the song any moment. Anything can happen in the woods. Can I kiss you? It's basically the cheating song. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, let me like let's 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 kiss a little. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> you have a wife, and I also have a husband who is a baker. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's like, this is ridiculous. What am I doing? I'm in the wrong story. But they end up macking, making out, doing stuff together. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's different depending on which production you watch. But yeah. here they just kiss yeah. a bit. Meanwhile, the baker is being pious as anything. And is actually looking for Jack. Comes across a maiden crying next to a broken tree. Um, who's upset that her mother's grave is destroyed. Because of everything that's happened. Yeah. And he realizes that, you know, if this woman was a little cleaner, she might look like the princess. Oh shit, it's the princess. Yeah. So Cinderella Cinderella gets up and basically is telling him to get up because no, I'm not a princess out here. Yeah. And he invites her to join their group. Yeah. Because strength in numbers and all that. And um, cut back to 
the end of the cheating. <laughs> As the prince is like, anyway, I'm going to go now. And she's like, will we ever meet again? And he's like, no, this is just a one-time thing. Anyway, it was so good to see you here mm-hmm. and how alive you've made me feel. And he goes off into the distance to yeah. slay the giant, presumably. I mean, he doesn't, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she ends up singing uh, Moments in the Woods. Is that me? Oh, is that him? Did a prince really kiss me? And kiss me and kiss me? And did I kiss him back? Yeah. But she basically goes through what just happened and realizing that, you know what, now that I've had that, I don't need it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's everyone, this story is everyone realizing that the things that they wish they had aren't necessarily what they want. Yeah. Um, which is like too deep for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's way too deep. Um, but she, because of, getting distracted is now completely turned around and does not know which way is the way back so she can't seem to decide in a direction but the giant has decided for her because she is coming towards her and in an attempt to find somewhere to hide or somewhere to find some stability she ends up falling off a cliff and tumbling to her death as this story is grim. Yeah. <sighs> Meanwhile, the baker and Cinderella and Little Red are waiting for the return of the baker's wife because the baker is certain that she wouldn't get lost. Like, if anyone was going to get lost, it was going to be him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the witch appears and she has Jack in tow uh, and is prepared to offer him at the slightest. Yeah, she's convenience. like, I found the boy. Now we can sort this out and everybody goes their separate ways and they're like no (laughs) we can't just let him die and she's like i mean let's weigh things up here (laughs) and she's very pragmatic about the decision they're like no but before they can get too into it the baker discovers the scarf that jack has is the same as the one from his wife and jack explains that he found her um, lying at the bottom of the cliff and he he buried her uh, yeah. as best as he could and he kept the scarf. So, uh, <laughs> and yeah, he's so mad and he's like, oh, it's your fault that all of this is happening and my wife is dead and ah! And we get into the song, Your Fault. Which is sung much slower. It's this. real <laughs> slow. And it's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it isn't my fault that we're getting those themes. And um, you persuaded me to give away my back for a piece of love. Those themes of love are good. Wait a minute, magic beans for a castle old that you had to sell it like silly witch. She told what they were first beans or they oversold. Tell me, persuaded you to steal that gold. No, no, it's not. It's wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I only saw the gold because of the cow back from you. So it's your no, no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just everybody throwing blame around, yeah. trying to be like, I'm not the reason all this shit is happening. Um, and they finally decide that, like, 
it all started with the witch raising the beans, which if we're going to blame anyone for those beans existing, blame the witch's mom, because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened, right? But anyway, so they're like, yeah, it's your fault, which you're responsible. You, you raise the beans. That's it. Yeah. And then we get last midnight straight after. Yeah. Where she's like, the last midnight. The last. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like basically like oh, fuck you guys like yeah. literally you guys aren't good you are You're... all the worst you people suck. <laughs> you all suck like instead of thinking about this pragmatically you're all worried about being super nice mm-hmm. and like not letting him letting um jack die or whatever and you'd rather sit here and try and find someone to blame and she's like fine if you're gonna blame somebody blame me but i'm just i just want the boy so I can fucking live. Yeah. And they're like, no. And she's like, you're so nice. You're not good. You're not bad. You're just nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not good. I'm not nice. I'm just right. I'm rich. Um, but yeah. And then she loses her mind and is like, mother, take me. Yeah. She's like, just take me home. I don't care. You're probably like her mother's probably awful. Yeah. Like thinking about it realistically, but like anything is better than being with these people. They make yeah. no sense. I cannot do yeah. this anymore. So she leaves in a puddle of tar, and everyone just starts to really reflect and think about what just happened, mm. <laughs> what is happening. And what their lives are going to be like. And they're like, well, you know, maybe if I hadn't wanted so much, things would have been different. And the breaker's like, yeah, maybe. And he leaves the baby with Cinderella. And (laughs) he fully, he like fully just pieces out of the situation. He's like, well, you raise him now. Anyway, (laughs) off to the woods I go. There's like, you'd leave your child, and he's like, better off in the arms of a princess. <laughs> and he goes up and looks and like, yeah. dude, dude. Yeah. Um, but then a ghost appears to him. Yes. The ghost of his father, who's basically trying to convince him not to be him, to not to abandon his son, leave him behind, all of this stuff. And it seems to work out. Yeah. Because he. He cries a little and then he goes back and it's like, give me my son. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway. And so they're like, okay, fine. Let's fucking make a plan. Yeah. We need to figure this shit out. What do we do? Yeah. So they decide to use the pitch that has been left behind by the the witch's The corpse. witch's exit. <laughs> it's not her corpse. She sure. just got her I don't know, Her man. essence? I don't know. It's not. <laughs> Grief. It's just the residue from her disappearance. Residue. Oh, God. Anyway, it's, um, it's there. And yeah. so the originally Cinderella comes up with the idea because she's been stuck by pitch before. But here the baker comes up with it because I guess he has to prove his worth somehow. Sure. So... He comes up with the idea to use the pitch to stop her moving. And the birds come 
to uh, tell Cinderella what's been going on. Well, and, she calls them. Because, yeah. like, the plan is to also blind the giant. Yeah. Um, the way that her stepsisters were blinded. Mm-hmm. And, um, which I don't know if we've mentioned it. Oh. But, like, they're blind. <laughs> <laughs> they got blinded. They got blinded by the birds. <laughs> That's plot relevant. Um, anyway. Um, but, yeah, they're, like, uh, yeah, so the birds come down after she's called them, and they're, like, hey, by the way, so your man, like, totally cheated on you with, like, his wife. And by him, we mean the baker. Mm-hmm. And she looks at the baker, and she's, like, doesn't matter. We have no time for it. Whatever. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so she manages to get the birds to agree, and Little Red's like, You can talk to birds, yeah. Like, <laughs> Bitch, you were talking to a wolf that <laughs> ate you whole. Like, everyone seems so incredulous about people's other stories, yeah. And I was and like, like <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Do you not understand the magic in your own life? You like, cried what's a happening? tear that a tree grew up, grew, and it, like was your mom, and you speak to birds. You fucking was swa- swallowed whole by a singing and talking wolf with your grandmother. By the way, you both existed in his stomach whole, and then. The beanstalk fucking, there's a giant, like, I don't, I don't, there's a witch. <laughs> what is happening? I Why are you questioning anything? Um, but, yeah, they all go off to execute their separate parts of the plan, and the prince, Prince A, Cinderella's prince, arrives. And he kind of just stumbles upon them, while Cinderella is, I think she's gathering sticks or something? I don't remember. Yeah. But, um, she, he comes on her, and initially, he doesn't recognize her until she speaks. And I'm just like, of course, because <laughs> she's like, the 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 prince's entourage is that way. He's like, my love, what are you doing here, just like that, and with a child? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, listen, I know. And he's like, yeah, about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they both kind of come to the realization that they're not what each other wants. Yeah. The the lies. The prince realizes he's insatiable. Like, there's no, there's nothing that'll really satisfy him. Yeah. Um, and she realizes she doesn't really like the fairy tale life as much as she thought she would. But also he has the line, I was raised to be charming, not sincere. Yeah. And I'm just like, so basically your fuck boy is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> they part ways fairly amicably. Yeah. Um, and he rides off and she continues with what she's doing. And now the plan is ready to be executed. Uh, they're just waiting for the giant to appear. Jack is climbing the tree with the baker uh, and is excited to tell his mother about the adventure that he's having and how he slayed a giant and how proud she's going to be. And the baker now has to break the news to him that his mother was killed and for Jack not to blame the footman because 
he was doing what he thought was right in the moment. You can't blame people for accidents. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Little Red is down at the bottom with Cinderella and is going through her own emotional crisis because her mother's gone and she's not sure her mother would be proud of her for killing another person because giants are people too and like you're not just supposed to kill people randomly but like Cinderella's like well you know this has to happen for a reason or we're all gonna die it's not just like she lives here now she no (laughs) yeah and um we get Someone is on your side. Our side. Our side. Someone else is not. While you're seeing our side. Our side. Our side. Maybe Maybe we we forgot. forgot. No one is (laughs) alone. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, they get interrupted. The giant attacks. I say attacks. She's more like passing through. (laughs) Yeah. And she gets. Um, uh, jo- cajoled over into their section, taunted over. She comes running for Jack. She gets stuck in the tar pit. The birds peck out her eyes. She gets knocked by a slingshot and she dies. And it's done. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of sad because people died. Hearts have been broken. You yeah, know? It's, a very, it's a very like somber end. Like it's like. Yes, they succeeded. Yes. yes, they killed the giant. Everything will be quote unquote fine now. But like, they've lost so much. Yeah, and it's just very sad and melancholy. And like, ah, I'm sorry, everybody, <laughs> but you also brought this upon yourselves a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, the baker's like, I can't like raise this thing. <laughs> And his wife appears to him. The spirit of his wife that only he can see because he sees the most ghosts in this place. That's his magic power. I guess so. (laughs) I guess so. He's in tune with the spirit world. Maybe he was raised by ghosts because we still don't know who (laughs) raised him. We don't know who raised him. That's so weird. (laughs) He lives in the same house as when he, like, his parents were there and... We have no indication that any other family came by. I mean, also, we don't know like at what age his father left. But like, we're, I feel like we're meant to presume he left pretty much when he needed a dad. Yeah. Which is like adolescence at at most. Yeah. She's like, he's like, um, maybe I wasn't meant to have children. Don't say that. Don't say that. Meant to have children. Um. But she's basically trying to comfort him and show him the way to deal with a crying baby. Because he's going to have to now because it's his son. Yeah. And he begins telling him a tale. The tale that we have been telling to you. Because he is the narrator Mm -hmm. of this story. And so it's all cyclical. Yeah. And... Then we get the witch's disembodied voice, I guess, singing. Careful the things you say, children will listen. Careful the things you do, because children will see and learn. And then people join her, 
and then that's the end and then credits roll and we get those fearful those dark thoughts in the mind those dark feelings on the walls you can't just act you have to listen you can't just act you have to and always never, always never, always never, never into the woods to go again. You have to every now and then into the woods to go. Be ready for the journey. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the show. Yeah. Slash movie, rather. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the end of this show. Um, but yeah, that's it. Let's get to the ratings. Music and choreography. There is no choreography in this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is then again, like in the show, the show wasn't necessarily choreography heavy either. Yeah, it was just it's Jasper's. Jasper's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not. It's not a choreography heavy show. The music doesn't lend itself to much choreography. So yeah, the music though is something else. Because <laughs> it, it it's actually like fairly cohesive, coherent. Like this is what I mean when we review some musicals and it's just like I don't know what's happening sometimes. Yeah. But this it feels like most of it is fairly tied together. Mm-hmm. Like the instrumentation is the same. There are different themes that you can follow throughout mm-hmm. the story as opposed to like I, I guess that's also like different with jukeboxes but we've seen that jukeboxes can be executed really well a la mamma mia yeah um yeah i mean it's yeah it's even fun then <laughs> <laughs> so i'll say um for slippers i'll give it not four slippers okay like two pairs of shoes Alright. Um, yeah, it's good. It's great. Stephen Sondheim. Like you said, it's very like it's connected. Everything's connected. Everything has a reason mm-hmm. that it's there. Like all the notes have purpose. Um, I watched a whole like hour video of Stephen Sondheim explaining the music of Into <laughs> the Woods. Um, and yeah, like everything has a purpose. It's kind of like Hamilton in the way like they have their themes and you know like when this happens this is means this and these are the people involved etc um so yeah it's really 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 good and it makes sense and it's really good so (laughs) i think i'm gonna give it yeah i think four slippers sounds like a very reasonable amount of slippers story i thoroughly appreciate how tricky this must have been Mm -hmm. To just be like, okay, so all of these people live in one place and all of their stories happen at the same time. Okay, and then we have to tack on a second act that is unwritten completely, but still ties in to the first bit because this is ever after afterwards. Yeah. And it did really well. Like, there's some things that I want to change, but that only happens when I'm just like, I don't think it would be better. Mm-hmm. I think it could just be different. Sure. Um, and that only happens when I'm invested in the thing. So I'm just like, look, these character lives 
could be like I basically want to write fix it fan fiction okay Uh, (laughs) like I want their lives to be better because it ends like not sad sad but it could be like less (laughs) yes it could be like I mean they fixed it a little bit in the movie because they undid Rapunzel's death and I know you want her to die yeah I know (laughs) that you want to kill her but yeah. <laughs> like her not dying is like a key principle of the fix it. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, another key principle is the of the fix it is like the baker meeting her, like sure. yeah, for a bit, just being like, "Hi, we're siblings." Sure. And like, oh, I now have a prince and a brother, and an in law, and a nephew. Like, just extend her family a little bit. Because mm-hmm. she's been living with one person sure. <laughs> her whole life. That's I mean, what I want for Rapunzel. Sure. <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked. Shit. Uh, <laughs> so, for this story, um, I, I'm going to give it, um, like, a 4.25 capes. Okay. So, like, capes and a bolero. Sure. Cool. Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, we've seen what can happen when you try and tell too many story stories at once. Yeah. Um, AKA once upon a time <laughs> begins to fall apart. Um, but like, yeah, it's really fun to see not necessarily the Disney version or like the censored, very savory, mm-hmm. savory. Savory. Sweet version <laughs> of these stories. I don't the know. Flavor profile. <laughs> like we're we're like it's it's very interesting to have them be these flawed characters and have their actions have consequences um, beyond the happily ever after. And it's yeah, I love what they did with the second act. Mm-hmm. Um, more so in the show than in the movie because we don't get as much of it in the movie and that's fair and absolutely understandable i'm not like um penalizing it for them it's a two-hour movie like it's fine um but like in terms of the adaptation in the movie it's like it's done fairly well acted fairly well like it's it's the same show Mm -hmm. um which i enjoyed so i think i will give it another four Overall enjoyment. The Milky Whites. Um, I enjoyed myself. Like, it's not like a fun, like, bounce to the songs. Like, have a. It's not feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Mamma Mia is. So, it, it, it's a very different kind of feeling. I feel like the people who would be interested in Into the Woods are people who are interested in musical theater as opposed to someone sure. who might just like watch uh, Mamma Mia and not necessarily have like an interest in musical theater. Right. But yeah. like get it. Yeah. So which is why I think it didn't do quite as well but now more musical movies are happening and that's um <laughs> more musical movies are happening yeah like in this short span of time and i think they're seeing that it's a bit more profitable 
Yeah. I think people just aren't ready for sung through musical movies yet. Yeah, and that's entirely fair. Like, I think, I mean, Les Mis didn't do so bad, but Les Mis is you still haven't seen it no um it's fine we'll see it eventually but yeah it's fine i'll wait for them mm-hmm. um but yeah i i enjoyed it mainly because i i appreciate the theatrics of it mm-hmm. um i enjoyed seeing things employed on film that you wouldn't get to see on stage yeah and i appreciate every time meryl streep spins around and <laughs> it yeah. is wonderful to me yeah um yeah so i'll give it like 3.75 milky whites cool um i had a fun time i mean like not like woohoo mm-hmm. mama mia fun but it's still fun um i think i sang the whole way through um I definitely cried during No One Is Alone, which was very upsetting to me that I cried. I was like, excuse me. Um, but otherwise, like, I had a fun time. Um, and, yeah, I appreciate the adaptation as is and Meryl Streep just existing. So um, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it fours across the board. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Four Mokies. Milky Whites. But yeah, that is the rating of this podcast. Yes, this podcast. We are both obsessed. There's something that exists and we were impressed, so we'll tell you. It's okay. Let's go. <laughs> well. That's all I could come up with. Who's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. Do you want to go? Should I go? What's up? Uh, I'll go. Yeah. So, today, well, not today, last week, (laughs) we went to see the Prince of Egypt. So, like, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know Mm -hmm. that I have a problem, and my problem is the Prince of Egypt. So, Funnily enough, I've not mentioned (laughs) Ben Platt as much, despite the fact that I'm obsessed. (laughs) We went and we saw it, mm-hmm. and let me tell you something. Listening to these people sing these songs at me is like a religious experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, aside from the fact that it's a literal Bible story, right. aside from that, yeah, their voices. What the like yeah. i i was tearing up in the opening song yeah i mean <laughs> same like it's just it's very like i'm it's big and i don't know how to explain deliver us like in the way that it's just like it builds and builds and by the time it gets to the end of that song yeah you're just like shit <laughs> you've seen a lot already you're like fuck and you haven't even seen the half of the shit that you do it's wild it's it's so intense it's so driving the choreography that they do with the ensemble (laughs) 
Amazing. How did what did Teo say? It's, they're just suffering all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, they are. Because when they're not being literal slaves, they're rolling on the floor. They're like being parts of moving things. Just like they're horses, they're carriages, they're everything. They're like, sand, they're, they're water. <laughs> <laughs> they are the fire. Like it's just a lot. That ensemble works so hard. Mad mm-hmm. props to them. But like I I think because it's still like it's it's the show is still like fairly baby. Um, like it's been workshopped and workshopped and this is like I think it's first like real big, like huge scale, mm-hmm. like on the West End, like it's it's real big. And it shows because they put money in this show. Yeah. Like in in some of these effects, they have done it. And (laughs) I am a little lost for words, like trying to describe it because it's just such an, an, uh, an emotional thing for me knowing the Prince of Egypt for so long. Mm-hmm. and getting to witness it on stage and like in a good view like none of the seats were bad so like it was really good like seating like I only got blinded by lights for like a second <laughs> so I if you're here in London and you would like to go and see it I don't really know how long it's running for mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I, I would say that it's worth it. Like, I think they're going to iron out some of the little things that need ironing out. And it's it's going to be an absolutely spectacular thing eventually. I think, like, I don't, I haven't seen The Lion King. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like intrinsically in my heart that it's better than The Lion King. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. So, <laughs> like... I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't know. I might have like hurt people' feelings out there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll go see The Lion King when the tickets are like affordable, like no tea. That's the truth. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, yeah, that's I I I don't want to take up too much time because we actually have things to do today. Yeah. But how about you? What's your obsession? Um, so I read somewhere that there is going to be a musical based on Britney Spears' songs. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> Britney Spears' songs. Excuse me? I, what the fuck? I'm like, I need it now, today. Hello. Uh, they better do it justice. Like, I don't know what kind of story they're going for, but... I think it's called One More Time or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, it's just it's some Britney lyric. But, like, Britney Spears is, like, the reason I sing. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Like, <laughs> you'd think it's Beyonce. No, it's not. It's Britney. Um, it's the first time I realized you could, like, do that as just a job. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Me at six years old. <laughs> um and so yeah so like thanks to Brittany, here we are um so i'm excited for that um 
Additionally, there is uh, Renee Rapp did Someone Gets Hurt on Broadway.com, and that was amazing. Um, and speaking of Lion King as well, Shadowland um, by Adrian Walker on Broadway.com as well. Very amazing. Go listen to both of those things. Watch out for the Britney Spears musical because it's happening. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all I, I'm obsessed with this week. Um, but yeah, that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at TMMTMM Podcast. You can follow us on Tumblr at t- Tell Me More, Tell Me More. The nope, that's wrong. On Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast. You can also email us um, at Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can become a patron. On our Patreon, search for TMMTMM Podcast or Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast, and you should find us. It is a give-what-you-can community, so, like, you know, do whatever. Um, And you can listen to our favorite songs from each episode um, on our Spotify. So search TMMTMM Podcast on Spotify, and you will find our playlists. There are, like, 2018 faves, 2019 faves, 2020 faves, which is where our favorite song from songs from this movie will be. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. I have been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Adicia. And this has been Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. Goodbye. Bye.